When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, he played in three premierships as a player. He was uh, absent from the club for a little while, and the Cats just couldn't get over the hump without him. He returned as an assistant coach. One year, one premiership, as good as it gets. His name is James Kelly. He's been good enough to jump on the line and uh, chat to us for a few minutes. Good morning, James. Good morning, my friend. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thanks for jumping on the line and uh, having a chat. How have you found the summer clearly on the back of uh, the ultimate success last season? But... What's been the focus for you guys going into a summer? Has it been having to manage some of those guys who, who went deep into September and, you know, logged 25 games? Or have you been, you know, you found that you, the group's really hit the ground running and you've had a pretty seamless summer? I think, I reckon um, it's probably a little bit of both, to be fair. I think um, probably pre-Christmas, uh, we felt like the boys were still a little bit tired. Um, so we made a bit of a conscious effort not to ask too much of them. Um, we just got them in, trained. They still trained really hard. They trained really well. Um, but outside of that, we sort of just left them alone a little bit. Um, and that's a for- fortunate position for us is that our game plan will change, but it will just be little changes and tinkering. So we didn't feel like we needed a lot of education, a lot of meetings in the afternoons and all that sort of stuff. But um, after the Christmas break, I feel like the, the boys have hit the ground running. Like they've They actually started coming to us saying they wanted a bit more uh, a bit more clarity on some stuff, a few more meetings, a bit more education. So I, I think pre-Christmas, they, they were all the whole group, even the younger players, are probably still feeling the, the fatigue a little bit. Uh, but since the Christmas break, I've felt like they've really, um, the senior players particularly, have really driven sort of the um, the direction of training and, and the intensity and everything, which has been first class, really. We've been speaking about why you know why people's uh, clubs that they support might rise and why they might fall. Now, you know, people might say, or oh, the obvious thing might to be to say about the Cats, well, you don't have to rise; you won the premiership. But the reality is, you've got to find ways to get better and evolve, and everyone else is going to improve, so you've got to improve as well. And just because you won the premiership, it's no given that you'll uh, be in that position again next year. So, what elements of of the game are you most keen on exploring and trying to evolve? I think we're always trying to evolve our offense and defense. Our contest stuff uh, is fundamental to the way we play, and and you look for improvements in that, in the improvements in individual players. And but offense and defense, we're always trying to evolve. Is there a more efficient way to defense? Is there um, a more efficient way to attack? Those sorts of things. And and the reality is, we probably don't know what that looks like really clearly at this point because the game's going to change, and sort of by around. You know, six or eight, you get a pretty clear picture of what the rest of the competition is doing and how much they've improved. And uh, I think the, probably the main focus at this stage is just getting the improvement out of the individuals. Um, we've still got a bit of time before we have to get really serious about games. So you get the ind- individual improvement out of each player and then piece it together as we go. Um, we've obviously got a couple of new players from other clubs that have come in. We had a good haul in the draft, so uh, making sure we get the most out of those players and set them up to succeed is important as well. Will you look to do more match simulation than maybe in years gone by? The 
the the preseason games now have really been shortened as much as possible. You've only got one, you know, one official uh, pr- uh, practice game. You'll have some match simulation and different things against the Hawks. But uh, is there less of an opportunity to expose some of these new players and young players to 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 I guess quote unquote senior footy, or will you have to really hone in and try and get round one ready? Um. Oh, it's a good question. I, I think like the opportunities to you sort of the opportunities for match play are, are limited, um, but you can do it a little bit of training. But the, the challenge that you always face coaching, I reckon, and, and you would have felt this, JJ as well, is that you don't want to overdo the match play. You want to give the players the opportunity to be able to show what they're about and play within the system and and learn the system and things like that. But you also don't want to be Flog and match play to death because um, by the time the season does come around, it's it's already long enough. They don't need you know an extra four games in their year um, before they have to be really ready. So we tend to have uh, we'll do some periods of eighteen v eighteen, eighteen v sixteen, sixteen v sixteen, sort of continuously throughout the preseason. Uh, but we sort of keep them pretty short, pretty early, um, and a lot of that match play we manipulate to get looks that we want. Um, whether there's a specific part of our game that we want to practice or we want to look at a certain player in a certain area of the ground, we'll just sort of manipulate that. So it won't feel as much like they're playing a game, but we still feel like we get a look at them um, and they still feel like they get a chance to, um, you know, prove their abilities and, and convince us and convince their teammates that they should be in the team, I suppose. Where last year we saw, and I guess, a lot was made of the fact that Patrick Dangerfield would start on the bench or Joel Salwood would start on the bench and uh, Tom Atkins would start in the middle. Where where did that willingness come from? What, what where How was, the I guess, the courage built up to be able to, A, go to a Dangerfield and say, look, we're going to start you on the bench, but just to instill in the group that we're going to lean on the greater uh, good, the greater amount of our group, rather than focus and say, Pat, we need you to do this, or Hawk, we need you to carry us in this space. How, how did that come about? Well, it's it was really from the humility of the players, to be to be honest. As coaches, you know, you sort of you have these ideas, and you have a lot more data, um, access to data that players don't really want to or need to see, to be honest. But um, you know, those sorts of things they didn't happen overnight. But it was the players that, in the end, were like, okay, well, just what do you guys think are the best ways to win? And we sort of suggest them and give him an opportunity to try it. So a few times, if it's probably around Pat specifically, um, you know, his preparation wasn't perfect. He was sort of in and out of the team a little bit. It was well-documented. His body wasn't feeling great. So us giving him the permission to just get himself right and play and just contribute rather than being, you know, the Brownlow medalist every year, sort of frees up him a bit. And then his own humility of being able to say, well, I don't need to start on the ground to influence the game or have an impact on the team, I think is a really big thing because the, the, the reality of our coaching group and Scotty is if, if Pat said he didn't want to start on the bench, he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of suggest it and say, okay, well, you know, we give him a little bit of time to think about it, a bit of time to work through it. And um, in the end, the players are the ones who all of them are just, yep, whatever we've got to do to win, you just, you just sort of tell us and then we give them the space to, to figure it out themselves. Are you you got your hands full looking after the players and training and all these different things? But have you have you sort of looked back or thought much about some some trends or the way the game might evolve in in twenty twenty three? 
Uh, I think, you know, if you sort of use, you know, how it goes most years where everyone tries to emulate the premiership team a little bit, I think teams that haven't focused as much on ball movement might um, might focus a bit more on that given the, you know, the sort of the narrative around our ball movement last year. Uh, I think it's still really important to defend. So teams will still look at how they can support their back line and defend really well. Um, outside of that, it's, it is a little hard to get a handle on. Um, we try to watch opposition training when we can, but that's sort of pretty hard to do. Um, so you don't, you don't really know. That's why it's sort of when I mentioned it before, you sort of need six or eight weeks to get a handle on teams, you know, even a team like the Bulldogs who have played a certain way, you know, they've got lobbed down there now. So does that straighten them up a little bit? Do they not switch the ball as much? You don't really know until um, you actually sort of can watch them play. So uh, we, we'll just sort of, that's a continual process for us and we'll just keep watching games and getting to trainings when we can um, to figure out and try to have an educated guess of how we think it's going to go. Well, uh, James, good luck uh, with your group. Hopefully everyone stays healthy. You get the training into the guys that you want to get into them and uh, start the season off well because it's going to be here in no time. Uh, Thanks for joining us on Mornings. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me.